0: so thankful that we can worship him and let him know how much we love him. So important that we do that all the time, letting him know that we love him, we worship him, and we praise Father God for him, amen, because there's nothing like it, nothing like it. Praise the Lord. And I will reiterate again, it's so good to see family, praise the Lord. (laughs) You know, we belong to the family of God, the kingdom of God, so we're all family, and it's always a pleasure to see those of like faith in the family of God, amen? Praise the Lord. I spoke with you this morning regarding peace, we're going to continue on in that. And I may reiterate some of the same things that I said this morning. But how many of you know you don't get it the first time? <laughs> you have to hear it over and over, Amen. and over, and over and over, and over and over again. <laughs> Amen. To really get what God is saying and get revelation of it and understanding of it for it to be alive in you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You don't just, you know, you don't just go around saying something to be saying something. That is not the point. <laughs> you say something because it's from your heart. It's truth. It's something you receive. It's a part of you, and you want to express it. Amen? Amen? Yes. So uh, we need to remember that. <laughs> and uh, so, like I say, I may reiterate some things. I know I will. <laughs> but we need to hear it again. Yes. Amen. And I read this morning, and I'll read it again. I'm going to read from the New King James first. John fourteen twenty seven, And we're all very familiar with this verse. And it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And this is Jesus speaking, and he's saying this before he goes away, but praise God he comes back. (laughs) Hallelujah. But he says this to uh, his disciples before he leaves. And I wanted to point out again that his part was peace, I leave with you my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. And he said, your part is letting, not let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So we have to recognize that he has given us peace. You know, as I was, really, I've been studying on this for a while, but As I was thinking about this one day, I was thinking, you know, there's so many people that, including Christians, (laughs) they call themselves Christians. Maybe they know the Lord. A lot of times people call themselves Christians because they go to church. You know, or they're a member of a denomination. But they're experiencing Uh, the lack of peace in their life. And many of them go to the bottle. Many of them go to pills. Many of them go somewhere on a mountain, (laughs) chanting somewhere. (laughs) You know, they think that's going to bring peace. And it may, but it's not the peace that lasts. It's not the peace that is calm. It's a peace, it's a it's a false peace and it brings consequences with it. The peace of God, the consequences with peace of God is you have full attention and focus on Him all the time because you're at peace with Him. Hallelujah. And we have to understand that peace is not a thing or a process. But peace is Jesus, because God said He is the prince of peace. Yes. Yes. So it's a person, Jesus. In Psalms 37:11, and, and this is out of NIV, it says, "The lovely, the lovely, the lowly. <laughs> I can read. <laughs> the lowly, are humble, will possess the land and will live in peace and prosperity." So what is that saying? That is saying to us that when we're humble before the Lord, not exalting ourselves but exalting Him, that we will live in peace, and we will live, and we will possess the land, and we will prosper. Hallelujah! Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, I'm somebody keeps you. It's so. I mean, it, it, uh, sometimes I start talking about this, and all I can do is talk in tongues because there's so much to be said, and and it, it's hard to get it out sometimes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But when we look at this and what Jesus is saying to us, it's awesome. It's phenomenal. And I want to read again out of the Amplified, and I want to reiterate what I said this morning because I believe it's so important for us to get a hold of in our lives. In John 14, in the Amplified, it says this, Peace I leave with you. My own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourself to be agitated and disturbed, and do not permit yourself to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. Huh. Ah, that's, that's a big mouthful. But that's what he's saying. to He says, I give you my peace. I bequeath to you my peace. And you remember this morning I said, in a will and testament of someone, the executor, executor of that will calls the person's forth that are listed and named in that will, yes. And he says to them, so-and-so bequeaths to you or gives to you this and it's yours to keep forever. Yes. Yes. So Jesus is saying to us right here, he's saying to us, my peace I give to you. I give it to you and it's yours to keep forever. But you have to do something He says I give it to you for you to keep forever So don't let your hearts be troubled Don't let your hearts Become intimidated What are some more words he used Don't let yourself Be agitated Or disturbed Or unsettled Or cowardly That's an interesting word so he doesn't want us to cower down. He's saying, I have given you my peace, and as you operate in that peace, you stand forth with the truth, and it shall be as you have spoken by faith. Yeah, Amen? Praise God. But we don't say, steadily. We don't say, in peace. <laughs> my, my. And we don't allow the. Uh, covenant that God has given us to work with us and in us. God's covenant he gave to us and he doesn't break his covenant. So we need not be covenant breakers. Amen? Amen? Let me just say this. The peace that Jesus gives is the natural result of the Holy Spirit's presence. Within us. Mm -hmm. You want me to say that again? I'm going to. (laughs) Hallelujah. The peace that Jesus gives. Is the natural result. Of the Holy Spirit's Presence. Within us. Jesus. Bequeathed it to us. He gave it to us. Forever. To keep. To keep. To keep. To keep. If you keep something, you cherish it, and you, you uh, make sure that it's working or taking, taken care of. So with peace, we can cherish it and make sure. Jesus gave me this peace. He said it was mine forever. So I'm going to make sure that I keep it in my life properly as God intended. Because it is what will help you in any situation. Because, and I told you this morning about, you know, the diagnosis, but I never got in fear. Why? Because peace was reigning in my life. Mm -hmm. And so there was never fear, there was always peace. And in that peace, I spoke forth by faith that which I believed, and that's how it was. Now, if I had gotten unsettled, if I would got agitated, if I would had got in those places and got in unpeace, then I would begin to what? Speak the wrong thing, say the wrong thing, whatever, and not continue to speak forth which that I had said in the beginning was how it was. You have to be consistent with that which God has given to you. And the word of truth he has given to us and the, uh, the spirit he has given to us. And we have to stay true to that, operating it in our lives and allowing the spirit of God to work in us to grow us with that truth, to protect us with that truth, to deliver us with that truth. Amen? Amen. To keep us in his perfect peace. Hallelujah. And I wrote this down because I thought this was interesting as I was studying. Uh, One uh, place where I researched, it said the expression that Jesus used in John 14 was not the common usage of the word peace. So what what he was saying here is not the common use in the world that we hear peace, you know. Uh, It's not the same. He said he used this term in his own way for his own purpose. And Jesus emphasized the importance of peace. So what he is saying is that Jesus' peace is on his terms and what he says. And his terms are, I have given you peace for you to keep forever. Now you do something about maintaining it in your life. That's what it says. That's what he's saying to us. And I didn't bring it tonight, but I read you this morning the meaning of the word maintain. And it's important that look it up and see what that means. So what you need to do in your life, it causes you to be constant. <laughs> and consistency is a key in your spiritual life. Consistency is a key in your spiritual life, in everything you're walking through or anything you're walking through. Hallelujah. Did you pull up that maintain, Pastor? To cause or enable to continue. Yes. To keep steady, to keep going, to persevere, to preserve from failure or decline. Yes, hallelujah. Praise God. That's a lot, folks. <laughs> and that's if you maintain peace in your life, this will be what will happen in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. You will be protected. Failure and decline. Amen. That peace within you <laughs> that you maintain. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he kept talking about giving us peace, that he gives us peace, not like the world gives. In other words, when Jesus died and rose again, he came forth as the Prince of Peace. That's what he wants you to take hold of and understand. He is the Prince of Peace. He lives on the inside of you. And he has given that peace to you. Amen. So when he lives on the inside of you, how does he give that peace to you? He creates it within you because he is the Prince of Peace. Why? Because he is a creative God. So when Jesus comes to live in you because he is the Prince of Peace, then that peace is created within you. So it's there for you, with you, forever. (laughs) But you have to maintain it. Just like receiving the Holy Spirit. You know, when we receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit, the evidence is speaking in tongues. But you have to, what? Maintain that in your life by speaking in tongues. (laughs) And the more you speak in tongues, the more fluid your language becomes. And the more you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you begin to know him and understand what God said when he is, said he is your comforter. He is all wisdom to you. And James tells us if you lack wisdom, ask. So the Holy Spirit is all wisdom. He is the Spirit of truth. So he is going to speak forth to you his wisdom through that spirit of truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He cannot speak anything but truth. Why? Because he is a spirit of truth. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just like the devil can't speak truth to you because he is a liar and the father of lies. You know, it may seem to be true, because there may be a little portion of some word in there sometime, but I told you this morning, the devil was subtle. That's why we have to know the Holy Spirit and understand the ways of the devil so that we do not succumb to him, yes. to evil. Yes. <laughs> I had I a friend that said it like this, he said, the devil is the evil <laughs> The devil is the evil <laughs> So that's true He is the evil one And he is the one That would like to keep you Out of peace Keep you in turmoil and chaos So that he can continue To work in you And not the peace of God By the Holy Spirit Amen Oh. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's read Colossians one twenty, and I'm, I, I'm going to read it from the Amplified. I, I've got it written out, so I'll just read it. And God propo- pro- proposed that through, by the service, the intervention of him, the Son, All things should be completely reconciled back to himself, whether on earth or in heaven. As through him, the Father made peace by means of the blood of his cross. So what he is saying to us, that Jesus completed the work. The Father saw to it that everything was brought back to himself through His Son, and He made peace through His Son by the means of the blood of the cross. Hallelujah. Thank God for the blood, and that His peace can reign in our lives. Hallelujah. You need to study about the blood. You know, the blood speaks. Hallelujah. And I told you this morning, the blood protects. Protects us, and I thank Him that I'm covered in the blood, the blood of Jesus, Amen. and nothing evil can penetrate or separate anything from me. Amen. 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 We need, and I, uh, you need to that which you have received from God, and is uh, has understa- You have understanding in your spirit. You need to be consistently speaking that, because that is the truth. In you, that's going to keep you strong and keep you steady. Amen? Hallelujah. And I think one of the reasons that we express or we uh, uh, experience unrest, or I call it unpeace, as I told you this morning, is because we don't listen to what the Father's saying and stay focused on His Word. <clears throat> Excuse me Instead what do we do We listen to man Many times we We listen to our own selves and what we're saying We listen to others opinions Which is a lot of Most of the time worldly opinions And the vo- And I, like I said The voice of our, our feelings Is a better way to say it The voice of our feelings And as a result, what happens? We have wrong thoughts because we're dwelling or meditating on the wrong thing. Or what is it? We worry on the problem instead of meditating on the promise. We worry on the problem rather than meditating on the promise. And people say, well, I don't know how to meditate. Yes, you do because you know how to worry. Worry is just the negative thinking and meditating where meditation, when we talk about meditation, that's the meditation of the word and what God has given to us his promises that through Jesus we have obtained. So we have to be consistent with speaking forth those promises in our life. They are fully, fully working in our lives on a daily basis. So we don't worry on the problem we meditate on the promise hallelujah i like that and and that doesn't mean that we ignore reality i mean you know uh, life can get messy sometimes and we all have challenges circumstances that we don't particularly like And it isn't that God wants us to ignore those things, but he does want us to stay focused on a higher reality, and that is the truth of his word. If you notice, there's several words that I mentioned many times through this, and it's maintaining, focusing, and saying. You have to say what you believe for it to be effective in your life. And many times the places that we are in is because of what we have said and done. Our choices. God said in Deuteronomy, He said, I place before you life and death and I plainly tell you, I suggest and I say, choose life. But you have the privilege because you're not a robot to choose. But at the same time, we don't always choose life. <laughs> Amen. And just because something's easy doesn't necessarily mean it's life. Right. Right. Amen? Amen? So we have to make the choices that are in line with the truth of the Word for it to be effective in our lives. Amen? Yes. You know, we don't go around preaching against this and preaching against that and preaching against this. But at the same time, we have to keep ourselves in line with the truth about those things so that we keep ourselves in the right place. And we don't meditate on all that stuff. That's all negative stuff. It's, some of it's sinful. Some of it just isn't good for you to be involved in because it begins to take you down a path that is not following forth With what the truth of the word has said It may be something good There are good things In the earth But they're not truth And they won't keep you it safe and in the promises That God has given to us And we need to see that And recognize that And I may have told you this story before But uh, years ago I had a A uh, Bible study in my home And I taught on prayer and we prayed And and had intercession Prayed for people and different things uh, Some requests that come into the church And different things And this one lady She was not a close friend But a friend, you know And so we would go to lunch sometimes And she would say to me you know, I think we need to pray for so-and-so, you know. And then she'd go into this long ordeal of what was going on and everything, blah, 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 you know. And finally, I would just stop her and I said, well, let's pray, let's pray about this situation. So we would pray for this family and these people. And one day, and I I didn't, you know, at first I didn't think anything about it. I just thought, well, she she was a person that liked to talk. So I just thought, she's just talking, you know. But one day, as I was meditating on some words, the Lord said to me, he said, I don't think, I said, he said, I think it's in your best interest that you not have lunch with so-and-so anymore. I said, well, Lord, we're just having lunch. He said, I know, but look at this. And he took me to the last time we had lunch. He said, listen to what's being said. So I was listening and I got it. I went, oh, my goodness. He said, yes. She's using prayer as an excuse to gossip about people. And he said, you have never been a gossiper, and I don't want you to fall into that place by associating with this person. Well, that was free, and that was clear. (laughs) So thanks God. Thank God. But what was that? It was protection for me because my heart was sincere before God. I wanted to see people free and and, and God working in their lives and changing things in their lives. But I'm not going to sit around and tell every little detail and gossip all about it all the time either. So come to find out she was doing the same with several people in the Bible study, in the prayer group. And so I just calmly one day sat down (laughs) in our Bible study and did a teaching (laughs) about the difference between wanting to bring someone to you to pray for them than bringing up and gossiping about (laughs) them. Facts you may know that are true and facts you may not know are true. So, you know, we have to be careful. Because these are things that can draw us off and take us down a path that God didn't intend us to go. But thank God for the Holy Spirit. And thank God I listened. Because she got herself in a lot of trouble doing that. And uh, almost (laughs) this one person got so upset with her because she was saying things that she had heard that she did not know for sure was right. And they weren't true. So this person, until someone with wisdom talked to them, (laughs) uh, she was going to take her to court for slander. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in those kind of places. I want to maintain the peace of God. So I hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and walk forth in the fullness of everything that he has for me in calmness, in quietness, in tranquility. Amen Praise God God. God. So we need to understand That The battle is in the mind (laughs) That's where the enemy comes To steal your peace Is in the mind In the mind Because what happens When you begin to listen To what the enemy is saying Unpeace comes because you start taking hold of what those lies, those partial truths, and you start talking them instead of the promise, and it takes you again into a place of chaos, anxiety, uh, places that you really don't need to go, don't want to go, because if you keep going there, it can lead to destruction. And God is not a destroyer. Hallelujah. The enemy is the destroyer. But we have to um, give place to God and his word and not give place to the devil and his lies. That's what it amounts to. That's where we are, and that's what God is saying to us. Especially in this day that we are living in when there is chaos everywhere. I mean, everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's it's sad, but it's true. But it is not the truth of the Word of God because He says you can have peace. You don't have to be in chaos. You don't have to accept fear because He has not given us the spirit of fear, but He has given us the spirit of power and love and a sound mind. That means we can right, make the right choices. That means we can make the choices... That God has said, that Jesus has said, and and lean on Him and walk through in right choices because we have a sound mind. Amen. Amen. But people all time, you uh, you know, I have people come up to me, well, even after I've taught this, and they'll say to me, "You just don't know. You don't understand what I'm going through. It's just, it's just horrible. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'll ever get out of this." You won't talking like that. You won't ever get out of it talking like that. And I have to direct them back around to what does the Word say? The Word, the promise that God has given us in whatever situation. It doesn't matter, you know, whether it's a a circumstance, a, a challenge, a tragedy. In our lives, we can maintain peace. We don't have to listen to what the enemy is saying to us. We don't take hold of grief and, and, and meditate on what is and how comes and coulda, woulda, shoulda. It's done and past. So what do you have to do? You have to cling to Jesus who is the Prince of Peace. Allow that peace to reign in, li- in your life. Hear what the Spirit is saying And speak for that because It will be wisdom and truth That will operate in your life You know when my husband went home To be with the Lord This is just a simple illustration But uh, Several months after that I was preparing I was going out for my first time to minister After he had passed and I was in my study And I was studying I had a bible and notebook And in my lap and stuff, books around me. And, and all of a sudden, there was just uh, a weird feeling. I don't know how to describe it came over me. And I learned a long time ago if you don't know what something is, ask the Lord. And I said, Lord, what is this? And he said, It's the spirit of grief trying to take hold of you. And I, without thinking, I mean, I jumped up, books went everywhere. And I said, oh, no, Uh uh-uh. Not in me and not in this house. I don't receive it. You cannot come in Jesus' name. Now go. And then I walked around my house praying in the Spirit until I had my peace. Because for a minute that just unnerved me, and I thought, no, I am not. It is not. I'm not living that way. And... After I prayed in the spirit just a few minutes, walking around my house, total peace, and I've maintained that peace. Why? Because I didn't yield to that which the enemy was trying to put on me. But what do we do when something like that happens? You know, I could have sat there and thought, "This is the weirdest feeling. I've never experienced ever anything like this. I don't know what this is, but let's—I don't know what this is, but let's just see what happens." No, no. 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 Ask the Lord, what is this? He'll tell you. And then you should know what to do about it. Because I had a relationship with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit. I knew what to do about it, and I did it without thinking. I just jumped up and said, no, not in me and not in this house. You have no place or part, and I don't receive it. Now go in Jesus' name. What is that? That's taken my authority in that which Jesus has given to me. Too much of the time, the church does not take their authority in places that they need to exercise authority in their lives. So, we don't want to uh, become insecure and fearful. But we need to allow Jesus to be what he said. He said, I am peace, and I give it to you. <laughs> and it's yours to keep forever. <laughs> so we don't walk down the wrong path, the path of unpeace, the path of unrest, the path of turmoil, the path of agitation, and and possibly destruction. You know, there are... There are suddenlies of God, and there are suddenlies of the enemy. And the suddenlies of the enemy are usually, well, they do. They bring turmoil. They bring, bring grief. They bring uh, depression. All these things that God says we are free from. So we need to recognize the difference in uh not allow the suddenness of the enemy to overtake us in any way. And I want to ask you this. <laughs> i ask you a few questions. Do you believe that your Father God is all-knowing, all-powerful, and always present with you? Do you believe that? Yes, yes amen. Do you believe He created the entire universe and holds it all together by the power of his word. Yes. Yes. Do you believe that Jesus fed more than the 5,000 with a few pieces of fish and bread? Yes. Yes. Do you believe he healed the sick and raised the dead? Yes. Do you believe that Jesus rose from the dead and is now alive forevermore and seated at the Father's right hand praying for you? Yes. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Since we all said yes to this, at least I I believe we did, let me ask you another question. Is whatever you are facing harder for God to do than anything he has already done? Let me ask you again. Is whatever you're facing harder for God to do than anything he has already done? I trust your answer was no, (laughs) because uh, there's no reason to be anxious and fearful, because he has already done for us everything we need. It's a finished work. That's why I get upset when people say, well, God's going to heal you. You just have to believe. No, he's already healed me. I have to believe the word, and the word says, I am healed. So I don't believe he's going to. I believe he has. And I receive it in my life. Do you see the difference? And and sometimes people say, well, I'm just waiting for the manifestation. Well, then you're not in faith. Because you don't wait for the manifestation. The manifestation has come, and that's Jesus. But you continue to believe God that you have received the promise of healing that He said is mine through Jesus because it is a finished work, and you do nothing else but say, Thank you, Jesus. I worship you, and I'm so grateful that your finished work is done in me. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> ah, yes, it is. Done in me. Done in you. But the key is you have to believe it, receive it, and speak it. Hallelujah. And you, uh, It's yours. It's yours, folks. It is yours. Well, I don't know what God's going to do. He's already done everything he's going to do. But he has given this road map right here, this textbook right here, whatever you want to call it, of his truth that will get you through anything. Yeah. But you have to be willing to do something. Amen? <laughs> I don't know where I am in my notes. I don't know. Let me see if I can find <laughs> When you start speaking forth just from by the Spirit of God, I guess these are just kind of, you know security blanket <laughs> because you know God is always listening. He's always always and you're not waiting on him he's waiting on you. He's waiting on you to believe, receive and do. Amen. You know, sometimes we, we start trying to figure out things. You know, figure out, try to solve this problem. And and you can't do it in your own strengths and abilities. That's already been proven. <laughs> what you have to do is let God be God in your life. Let God be God in your life. For he is the one that will always bring you to where. He desires. He is the one that will always set your feet on solid ground. He is the one that will always say to you, I love you, stand up and listen. And then he will say, As you listen, walk in that which I am saying. And as you walk in that which he is saying, you see light, you see victory. You see his goodness. You see his faithfulness, and it's all because you did what God said do. And He said, "Look to Me, stand and speak." Oh my 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 my. my. My, 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 my. My, 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 my. the amalaka tu Lemonaka bruce no 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 i no 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 it's no 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 Yes, yes. 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 I see the mayor, I see the Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see the the book, the a Yes, yes, this is bear. Yeah, who's uh, the yeah. Hmm. See what Mm. Now, the Spirit of the Lord went forth as God desired, desired, and it spread forth a blanket over this place that you can feel at this time if you're sensitive and if you listen and see by the Spirit. And that blanket is a security for you to stay in the peace that is from Jesus. That blanket is a place for you to receive freely, quietly, and easily from my word and my spirit. It's a blanket of peace so that you hear clearly what I am saying to you. So rise up Receive Allow That blanket of peace To cover you To surround you To engulf you So that you always Are walking forth In the victory That God said Is yours Mm. Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Are you aware Of the blanket of peace Mm doesn't it bring a quietness, a restfulness, a tranquility? That's beyond all that we could ever do, or even sometimes with our mind comprehend. So but I be So listen, take hold, and do as the Father God has said, and you shall be continually Mm -hmm. Hallelujah Praise the Lord That's what the spirit of God is saying to us Thank you Jesus Hallelujah Thank you Father So the peace that he has brought into this place We need to bask in We need to receive we need to lay hold of and allow it to continually work in our lives, be in our lives. Yes. Always, always, always walking in peace. Always, always, always speaking. always 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 doing because of peace yes thank you father It's so malabraste a day to stay uh uh yeah it's smoother smoother blessed smoother it should be ha ha. Understand that as I am my I'm talking in tongues that that peace is within you, you're aware of it and it is working in you effectively bringing calm to you a calmness that only peace can bring true peace the Prince of Peace and he's working in you allow him to do so and through that peace release things in your life that were causing unpeace, that were causing a a strife or insecurity or grief whatever in your life let go as the peace reigns supernaturally strong right now in you Miss Dubai Brought forth by the Holy Spirit. It's like he said in his word, it's up to you to receive it and allow it to work. Mm. And to be. And to just be. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise. Thank you, my Jesus. Thank you, my Jesus. Oh, just let the Spirit of God be at uh, uh, work in that which he's doing at this time. Dishimata. Ah, oh, peace. am I saying? Peace, peace, peace. Oh, or like I said this morning, shh, 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 peace. Peace, peace, Hallelujah. This looks like a city, they can't wait to go back to can see, they Sumarake We thank you for the peace. Why does it come down from the Father above? Because He gave us Jesus and He made him the Prince of Peace. So it comes from the Father through the Son to us. So let's receive. It. And make the declaration this day that I will maintain that which Jesus has given to me forever. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father. Peace, peace. Peace. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, as, as I was speaking, God in the anointing came so strong on me. I could feel through that anointing peace flowing out into the building into these people, this people. I I could I I, I was aware of it. And that the Lord said, Reach out your hands. That's why I had my hands out like this, because Wonderful Lord, mighty counselor, almighty God, Prince of Peace. Praise you, Jesus. I give you all glory and praise. Miss Summalabatia. Sundalabaka fishitekya. I don't know if you're sensing what I do, but, but up here is, I mean it's just full of peace. Right? Money, right feel it. You're aware of it. You need to step up. It should be the same out there because it was flowing out. God was saying, be aware of what I have given to you. Here it is. Be aware of it. I'm giving it to you again. Here it is. Be aware of it. Sense it. Receive it. Allow it to be a part of you in your everyday life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, that's what the Lord is saying to us today. And we definitely need it in this day and time. Because we as a church can, cannot operate in strength and boldness without the calmness of peace in our lives. That's what the Spirit of God said. We cannot. That's what he expects. We are to stand up in strength and boldness in his face and declare the truth. Declare the truth. My, my, my. You begin to see not only things change in your life, but things change around you. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Ah. Well, as my dad used to say, I don't know whether I've helped you or not, but I sure have helped me. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. I know this has been a little different, but the Holy Spirit works in different ways. Amen. All the time. He is not... He is not one track so to speak he brings forth the will of the father for that time hallelujah why because he is the action behind the father's will hallelujah praise you father praise you father you know in Genesis it talks about when the when God was was saying let there be the Holy Spirit was hovering. Why was He hovering? Because He's the action behind the Father's will. And the minute God spoke, He saw that it happened. Amen. Just like, just like that. That's what you need to ex- expect in your life. When I speak the truth, what I desire according to the truth, it happens. Just like that, it happens. Hallelujah. waiting a minute to make sure there's not anything else because I'm not going to go past what God says but I'm not going to leave without knowing that I've done all that he desires or said all that he desires it's important because what God is saying to us in this time is what we need for this time for this day hallelujah so take heed. Pastor, I'm done. Say Hallelujah. You do whatever God gives you, but...